Please open your Bibles this morning to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Without the revelation of God, we have no right or purpose to assemble and attempt the worship of God. But He has given us His Word, and His Word reveals Himself and how we ought to worship. And so I turn you to this opening passage of Scripture. Second Corinthians chapter 3 has a couple of main thoughts. The Apostle is pointing out that the evidence of his ministry was in the changed lives of the Corinthians as the living epistles and actually the letters of commendation written by God because the Spirit of God had written on the fleshy tables of their hearts and had changed their lives under his preaching of the gospel. The second thought in this chapter is the great superiority of the New Testament to the Old Testament, of Jesus Christ to Moses, of the gospel to the law. And we come to the last two verses, which I want to read to you this morning to open our day of worship. 2 Corinthians 3.17 Now the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen and amen to God's Word. The Lord is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Spirit is the Holy Spirit. And where the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of God are, there is liberty. And that liberty has nothing to do with American politics. It has nothing to do with the nationalism of any country. It has nothing to do with your freedom as a child under your parents. It has everything to do with deliverance from the bondage and corruption and condemnation of the Old Testament. The liberty here is the freedom that we have from being under a condemning and damning religious system, which was the Old Testament. So severe was that Old Testament that when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the covenant of God in his hands, he had to put a veil over his face because the Israelites couldn't even look at him because his face was glowing so brightly from an inferior covenant. that binds men and condemns men. And so the context here, from verse 13 down, is Moses with a veil over his face, and that was a picture that the real glory of God was obscured. But where the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of God are, there is liberty. We are not under the bondage and the corruption and the condemnation of the Old Testament. We are not under do this or die because we would all die. We are under He died, therefore do this, for we shall live forever. And that is liberty. That is true liberty. We have been saved from the consequences of our sins, and we've been given the power to live righteously, and we've been given the example the holy, glorious example of Jesus Christ that we ought to follow. 
The 18th verse is the one I want the most. But we all, all Christians, with the Apostle Paul, distinguished from the Jews earlier in the chapter, but we all, under the New Testament, with an open face, we have no veil. There is nothing hiding us or hiding God's glory from us. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass a very good reflection, the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm adding some words to help your understanding, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Under the New Testament, with the Holy Spirit of God and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, we progress, we should progress, we must progress closer and closer to His image from a stage of glory to a stage of glory to a better stage of glory, and He will take care of our ultimate glory when we shall be glorified in His presence. But by the Spirit of God, and Romans 8 is much about the Spirit of God. The first half of that chapter was exclusively about the Spirit of God and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are changed into the same image. What image? Jesus, who is the image of the invisible God. We are changed to be a son of God, a partaker of the divine nature. We have the mind of Christ. I quote two texts to remind us of what the gospel says about our changing lives. And brethren, if our lives are not changed, and if our lives don't change, we do not want to know about the doctrine of predestination. Because the end of predestination is a changed life. And the evidence of predestination is a changed life. Let us not go out of this place glorying in the fact that we believe a doctrine called predestination. Let us go out of this place today convicted that the goal of predestination, which is conforming us to the image of Jesus Christ, is being realized in our lives. Let us this day conform ourselves from glory to glory to more glory until He glorifies us that we're looking more and more like the Lord Jesus Christ. We have the liberty to do so. Our brethren of the Old Covenant were crushed under the bondage of that religious system. Ours is freedom, but that freedom is freedom from condemnation to do righteousness. It's not freedom from condemnation to do lasciviousness. It's not freedom to do as we would. It's freedom to do as we should. And we are able by the power of the Spirit of God. And let us move in that direction this day. And may God convict us this day. We have an open face. There is no veil. We can see the glory of God in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we want to be changed into that same image of God that Jesus Christ exemplified in His life, in His character, in His person. From glory to glory. How? Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. I hope the text is plain enough to you. Let us pray.
our Holy Father in heaven, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, in His name we honor Thee and glorify Thee as the Lord Jehovah, the Almighty God, Creator of heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is. We bless and praise Thee. Our Father in heaven, we thank Thee that by Your sovereign choice and determinate counsel, we were born on this side of the cross and are placed in that gospel dispensation of great liberty. We thank Thee that the law, which was a schoolmaster, to bring our fathers in the faith to the Lord Jesus Christ, has been put away. We thank Thee that our Redeemer is visible, and that we may look upon Him who has loved us, and died for us, and lives forever for us. We thank Thee that in the face of the Lord Jesus Christ is visible all the beauty and glory of the invisible God. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that by this text and by your promised liberty and by us beholding that image and by the power of the Spirit of God, you will change us into that same image that we might be changed from glory to glory to glory until you glorify us completely and absolutely and fully and finally and totally in your presence. Father, hear us. Forgive us for too often conforming ourselves to this world. Forgive us for conforming our priorities to the flesh instead of the Spirit. Forgive us for quenching and grieving the power of Thy Spirit. Forgive us for making the things of the gospel obscure by putting a veil upon them ourselves, by filling ourselves with the filth and the foolishness of our world and its entertainment and its friends and its lifestyle. O Lord God, this day by Your Spirit convict us that we would be conformed to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ, that glorious image of God that spent 33 and a half years in this world among men and is now glorified at Thy right hand. O Lord God, be with us. Forgive us. See the desire of our souls and fulfill this text in us. Convict us by this Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, to repent of our sins, to repent of our sinfulness, to repent of our worldliness, and to lay hold by faith and zeal the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. Our Father, we know that Thou knowest the needs of our nation, and we pray for You to preserve its peace. There is civil unrest in so many nations of the earth. And our mother England is shaking this day by the turmoil that exists and is coming. And it shall touch our shores, we know. We deserve it. But, O Lord, we pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for you to have mercy on the United States of America for the sake of the righteous in it, for us and our children 
and our children's children. Have mercy, O Lord. Spare Sodom and Gomorrah a little while longer. Our Father, we pray for your ministers in every place that this day you will take the veil, if there is one on their eyes, away from Scripture and fill them with boldness and plainness to preach your glorious gospel and may the word of the Lord have free course and be glorified. May your people be instructed and converted and convicted and may they repent And may they, as we, be conformed to the likeness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, we pray for the Summerlin family. That you will bless them at this time with that peace and joy and hope which thy Spirit is able to give. We pray that Jonathan and Christina will be examples of such faith and joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Our Father, be with us now as we worship Thee. We do love Thee, and we thank Thee for all that Thou hast done for us. From before the world began, until the world has ended, as it now exists, we thank Thee for Thy purpose, and Thy foreknowledge, and thy predestination, and thy calling and justification and glorification. But our Father, we pray that this day we will be convicted to examine our lives and to hate every spot and blemish that we find there that corrupts us from looking like the Lord Jesus Christ. Bless us in this hour to this end this holy end. And we thank Thee for the power of the Spirit of God, and we thank Thee for the liberty of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank You for saving us and delivering us from the bondage of sin. We thank You for a dispensation of liberty to follow Thee. Help us now, Lord, to follow Thee and to hate the world around us and the worldliness that clings to us and the sinfulness yet within us that we might follow Thee more perfectly. Help us this day to see the Lord Jesus Christ and to be convicted that if we were to stand before Thee right now and to give an account of our lives, the account would not be as good as it should be. But let us this day repent and confess those faults and errors that we might stand before Thee with confidence and say with our brother that we have fought a good fight. We have kept the faith, and we have finished our course by the power of the Spirit of God. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen.